Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Still Got It Only on Reach London Radio. It's Monday. I love Monday. Maybe because I don't have work on Mondays. Sorry, guys. I am so fortunate not to work on Monday and I love it. If there is an opportunity you get to take uh, more time off in the week, choose Monday, Monday or Friday. Now, listen, I want to shout out to everyone who supported me last week it was my first show my phone was going off my Instagram was going off people were excited I got loads of messages so I just want to shout out to everyone who messaged me I'm gonna shout out my home girls Michelle and Pauline they were on my phone um, I'm gonna shout out my brother who was posting me all over the place um, and his wife um, and just say to everyone thank you so much for the love. I'm excited to be back. This is my favorite place to be. Um, I love talking and I love sharing and I love bringing the news. So it's a great place for me to be. All right. So on today's show, we are going to be talking about International Men's Day, which celebrates men. Now, obviously it's gone because it was on Friday, but guess what? We can do whatever we want and we are going to celebrate it today. So today we are celebrating International Men's Day. I've got a list of guys that I want to shout out throughout today. But first and foremost, what is International Men's Day? Well, International Men's Day is about men leading by example. The positive value that men bring to the world, to families and communities. So guess what falls in line with today's guest? Today's guest is Courtney Brown, community business owner, founder of Father to Father. Their aims are to increase the proportion of children growing up with involved, responsible fathers and role models they offer support they offer training and they raise awareness now mr courtney brown is joining us on the phone this afternoon okay because he's been unwell so we are excited to have him on the phone courtney are you with us hey jenny hey, hey. hello hi I'm here. welcome thank you so much i know you couldn't be in the studio with us today you've been under the weather but mm. we are happy and excited to have you on the phone. I think it's a perfect um, topic for today, celebrating International Men's Day, celebration of men for you to talk about you and your organisation. So I tell mm. you what, tell us a little bit about Father to Father and how it got started. Okay, first of all, thank you, Jenny. Um, still got it. Yay! Have I said that right? You have indeed. Love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to Reach London for... Um, you know, this opportunity to um, talk about the organisation for Father and to um, 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 celebrate International Men's Day, even though it was Friday gone. But, um, you know, I think it's about celebrating every single day, not only um, International Men's Day, but um, our women as well. Yep. So um, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of celebration going on I don't think so once again thank you for this opportunity um, so as you said I'm Courtney Brown the founder of Father to Father um, the father of four handsome young men um, four grandchildren and my beautiful wife she's you know she's the backbone of, of, of our family and um, how did it start um, it's pretty much my journey it started off as my journey, to be honest with you, Jenny. It started off my journey, but what's happened is now it encompasses a lot of other men's journeys because I was yes. very 
I, I realized very quickly that it's not just about my journey. If every one of us brings our journey together, there's so much, um, you know, I say touch, we can touch hearts and transform lives. Mm. If we share our journeys, touch Love hearts that. and transform lives. Um, so, you know, I, I, and first of all, let me say this, because I always have to put this out um, in the community in terms of when I speak about my my lived experience, I, I, I talk from a place of being a child first. Okay. And a child who didn't know any different. Yeah. And I have to put that out there because, you know, I've, when I've spoken before, um, men feel I'm attacking men or I'm attacking black men or I'm attacking fathers. No, I'm coming from a point of where I was a child. Yeah. And didn't know no better. And as I've got older and I've done the work on myself and I found forgiveness for my dad, I also then understood where my dad's, what my dad was going through. And I'm going to hold my hands up to you. Because I think I'm going to hold my hands up to you because based on my own journey, I've also had to forgive my father um, Mm. and and get on with my life. So you and I, we have that in common. Yeah. So I feel that with you. So, um... From the age of six, zero to six, I can't remember. To be honest with you, I can't remember nothing, zero to six. From six to 13, yeah, what I do remember is um, domestic abuse. What I do remember, mental health of my dad. And I know that because people used to say it in the community, but they never used to say it in a nice way. You'd hear the madman and everything like that. So, you know, um, what I know... What I do remember is drugs and alcohol and violence. That's what I remember. Um, so from um, the age of, yeah, like I said, um, age of six, six to 13 and upwards, that's what I can remember. But I always loved my dad and I always wanted his validation and, and, and affirmation. Yeah. So growing up in Tottenham, I thought the best way to get his validation and his admiration was to become like him. So back then, my dad was very well known in the area. He was, he, he ran the area. Okay. He actually ran the area. Okay. You know, he was the bad man as, they, as we would call it. Um, so I bought into that identity thinking that, yep, that was the best way yeah. to, to, to get um, validation yeah. and so forth. Um, but then um, at the age of 21, when I had my first son, um, I realised that it wasn't, it, it didn't fit me. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to live up to something that doesn't actually fit me. Yeah. And plus I had my son at the age of, um, you know, my son came along at the age of 21 okay. and um, I didn't want him to go through what I went through. Yeah. 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 I wanted him to see his, I didn't want him to hear stories about his dad the way I heard stories about my dad. Yeah. And what I meant, I could go to funerals, weddings, christenings, whatever. As soon as they found out, who you were. was my dad. Mm. It was just like stories galore. Wow. So you can imagine at that young age, it was very impactful. It was very influential. Definitely. Yeah. So I didn't want that for my, my son. But at the same time, Jenny, I was keep saying to myself, I'm not going to be like my dad. Yeah. Yeah. So age of 21, had my first son. By the age of 22, me and my son's mum had broken up. And, you know, I, uh, and that was a very traumatic time for me. Um, because I wanted the family unit. Yeah, and relationship breakups are really hard. I don't think people yeah. really understand until you've gone through it and come out yeah. the other side, like how 
heart-wrenching it can be for you very much depending on how long you've been together do you live together all of those things you have children together it can be really heartbreaking and i suppose we need to take heartbreak quite seriously Mm, very true because that that actually put me in depression yeah. But you couldn't talk about it back then because, yeah. you know, I would hear, you know, when I did try and talk about it, it would be like, oh, do you know who your, do you know who your dad is? You know, your dad, your dad had the girls then, not yeah. the girls had your dad. Yeah. So it was that whole pressure there that actually, and that's again, a lot. That's were, a lot. I, yeah, I had to man up. Do you get what I'm saying? So three years later, four years later, I then had another son with another woman. You know, and again, don't want to be like my dad, but now I've got children outside of two relationships, with two yep. relationships, yep. Yep. you know. Um, but at that time, I bought into another auto ego. And this auto ego, because remember, I always talked about finding purpose, finding myself, something yeah. that could relate me and my dad. That auto ego was this big time promoter. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking the role of promotion, promoting. Yeah. Everybody needs an outlet. But for me, that outlet was um, became an addiction. It was about my self-esteem and validation rather than just an outlet. It, it controlled me rather than me controlling it. Yeah. And I remember and also, quite it's clearly... it's a spot of like, influence, people... isn't it? Promotion. Sorry? Being a promoter is a spot of influence as well. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's looking up to you. You know, you run, exactly. you run these clubs, so to speak. Yeah, and that's what it was, you know, our... Courtney too sweet. That's what they used to call me. Courtney too. So, you know, you go through the, you get let through the security. You could get bottles on, you, you could just do what you're doing because yeah. there's that influence there. Yeah. And like I said, you know, people then will start to say, it's just like in Pupa. Okay. So dress up, have the pretty girls, making money. Yeah. Isn't a bad man, but have the bad man them around, you know, okay. I can push a button and it, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I thought I'd made it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I thought tick box. But what happens here, Jenny, is that um, I started working in a secondary school okay. and in Hackney. And um, these young people are looking up to me. But then when they're coming into my office to, to talk because they're distressed, the common denominator I was picking up all the time was the absence of their father. Yeah. And when I say absence, I'm not talking about physically but also emotionally Emotionally, yeah and there was a number of reasons mum stopped them from seeing dad dad's got a new family dad's working too much Uh, it was the whole shabam yeah and working with young people i see that myself yeah 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 Yeah, so it 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 it, it triggered me wow it triggered me because i understood their pain because i had that same pain yep but then it did something else, Jen- Jenny. It, it opened up my mind, my, my eyes to the pain I'd been inflicting on my two big boys. Okay. Because while I was out partying and yep. all the different girls, yep. their mums were raising them. Yep. So when those young people were stepping into your office, they're actually talking about you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. You know, so, you know, um, I'm known as a restorative practitioner. And if anybody knows about the restorative practitioners, restorative approach, it's about repairing harm. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's about repairing harm. So I'm in school repairing harm, you know, facilitating the process between student and student, teacher and student and so forth. But I've caused the biggest harm to my own sons. Yeah. So... You know, I, I I made a conscious decision to call up both of their mums, even though I'm, I was married now with my yep. two kids with my wife. Yep. I called my two sons' mums, apologised for not being 
the the, the, the man the father is supposed to be to help raise you. our boys. Good for you. And, and then the biggest thing was is then apologizing to my sons yes. who was 22 and 18 then. Yes. And you know they came and they they were angry. One of them was very angry, literally spitting anger at me. And you know, but I I, I took it on the chin. I knew about. I saw their pain because obviously I knew it. And within 10 to 12 months of just basically, I say chasing them down, chasing yep. their hearts, chasing their hearts, chasing their hearts. No matter what they threw at me, just going back. Those two boys came to live with my wife and their two brothers. Wow. And that then started the next journey of having all my boys together together yeah. underneath the one roof so the realistically the family that you wanted that's it became... and i'm telling you jenny no matter no amount of and i'm, I'm gonna be real yeah of no course, matter that, money, listen, that's, this is no this matter, is the realest combo. no matter no matter sex no matter what could replace that feeling i had of having all my boys underneath the one, one roof yeah nothing yeah. nothing could replace yeah. that that feeling good for you good for you so um so at, and, and let's be real so at that time also i was my wife's baptized i was going to church doing the husband duty and everything but <laughs> there was things going on with me yeah and and that's why you hear you know the, the slogan of father to fathers turning the hearts of the fathers to their children that's right and the hearts of the children to their father because yep. i heard that in church and when my sons came home when my sons i wouldn't say they forgave me straight away but they came home yeah i said to myself you know what if this imaginary god could do this for me yeah what would he do if i gave myself to him and literally a year of starting five, a, a year i got baptized and that's why it's called father to father i'm honoring the father above for what he done in my life mm -hmm. by restoring my sons to me restoring um my relationship with my dad because you know the key thing for me is if i'm asking my sons to forgive me i have yep. to forgive myself yeah and i have to forgive my dad yeah and yeah. that's how father to father basically started um, yeah. jenny i love that whole i just love all of that and i think there's something in there for men right now mm. in everything that you've gone through everything you've been through you mm. can still make that call yeah it's not too late to make that call and actually over the last year i think lockdown and everything else i've heard a couple of guys say that they've made that call and mm. it's really nice to have you on here letting the world know mm. it's not too late to make that call it's not it can and change me, everything I've, yeah i've got goose pimples now because just to see the relationship i have with my sons now yeah and i, I I'll, I'll say yes it's frightening because nobody wants to be rejected no nobody no. wants to be and and you know there's that fear of what they're going to say and everything but trust me yeah. if you let the process yeah happen yeah yeah if you let the process happen yeah and and you let their pain come out yeah you can have that relationship with that you've always wanted with your with your boys or girls i love that i can feel that so much and i think it's going to be so relatable to so many people it's the mm. realest line that i think a man could tell another man mm. is that it's not too late it's not too to late. make the call Never. and and yeah. the fact that it didn't you had to still keep showing keep showing because we do yeah. you know you have to keep yeah. showing them children i mean this I'm yeah, changed. exactly. This was yeah. different. I was young. This was happening. Yeah. That was happening. Yeah. You know, but the process. Mm. And, and that's why I say today is the perfect 
time to have you mm. on. It's almost <laughs> like it's time to come back. It's time come to on. have the right people coming through this space and just giving that so much um, openness to the community. Mm. And I've yeah. got so much respect for you. We, Thank we, you. We've passed each other. Um, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> later on, we're going to talk about what's about to happen. But I'm, I'm, I'm honestly thank you so much for you know continuing to share your story, your truth, and the process, and yeah. also the process behind how this got to where it got to. Because yeah. there's so thank much you. work coming out of you guys. Do you understand? There's so much things you guys are doing. So I mean, mm. I've read your aims. Um, I read them at the beginning. What mm. kind of work have you been doing? Okay, so at the moment, um, like I said, I, I left education. Well, I say I left education. I haven't really left education. I've left the day job to focus on my own organisation, yeah. which is still in education. education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, that's I say to people, I've left entertainment, but I'm still in <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, so um, we're in a. At the moment, we're in four local authorities where they've commissioned us in to do work in primary schools. Amazing. So, again, providing those positive male models in, in primary schools, but also engaging the parents, mm. especially the fathers. Yeah. Yeah, especially the parents, fathers. Parents, there's a lot of parents that need added support. And, that's yeah. not a, and it's not a disrespect. It's nah. just that sometimes we learn the way our parents learn and that our parents learn the way they learn. And that's not always the way of exactly. now. Exactly, 100%. And, and that's why one of the things I always talk about within Fafa is non-judgmental. Because yep. you don't know. When you see somebody's behaviour, yep. don't watch the behaviour. Try to understand what's what's, what's yeah. driving the behaviour. Yeah. Where has it come from? Yep. And that's what I, when, when I speak to the team or myself, I don't look at the behaviour. I, I try to look at what the root cause to the behaviour yeah, is. That's right. Because that reason why that's very important to me, again, if I look at the blueprint of of how father to father came about, yeah, I had to look at the root causes of my dad. For you, yeah. Yeah, and, and let me put it out there as well. So even though I don't condone, I don't condone the behavior, I don't condone domestic abuse, man on woman or woman or man, I don't condone that. Yeah. Um, however, when I started to understand his history, yes, Jamaica, yes. coming to England yes. in the yes. 60s, 70s, 80s, Racism, yep. No, the, the, the chastisation the of our the chastisation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember my, my uncle told me about how how my dad used to get beaten in Jamaica. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. Let me yeah. tell your nephew. When your dad get beaten, everybody in the house they cry. And I'm not yeah. saying, and it wasn't even his mum or dad that beat him, yeah. but that's, everybody that's in the house That's something that we cry. do need to talk more about. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the way out the, the strictness of of African and Caribbean parents and grandparents is strict yeah. it's very very strict. seriously you get what i'm saying and, and and then my uncle would explain to me if your dad ever escaped the house and went down to the gully everybody in the house would have, would have yeah. to leave and i goes why and he goes your dad would pick up the biggest boulders and launch it at the house and yeah. if any of those boulders hit any of us would yeah. gone but it was anger yeah then you bring that to england yeah and it's and and the seriousness of that stuff now is that obviously 
not everyone knows what I do. Um, mm. So obviously the Domestic Violence UK charity mm. that I'm an ambassador for. Um, I've got my own well team. Done. Well Thank done. you. It's been like yeah. eight years now, the campaigning, mm. talking nonstop, signposting. Yeah. But obviously I started my organisation based on my own teen domestic violence mm. experience. So just mm. like yourself, that whole journey, I'd done that whole journey probably before yeah. I was 22. The yeah. whole forgiveness, look back into my family past, the That's family right. history, you go from one grandparent to the next. Yeah. But I just feel like, and I'm just going to say this point, is that that you cannot be doing that to yeah. your children. Yeah. Do you understand? Well, and, and it is well, an issue and it is a problem for us yeah. in our community and in yeah. my job where I'm supporting um, young people and their families through domestic abuse, through exploitation. Um, mm -hmm. I just need to push that point there. I understand how we was raised. 100%. But you know 100%, what? Jenny. If we keep doing that, yeah. well, we, are, the we, thing is we are going to be pushing for a lot of parents in prison. Yeah, well, one hundred percent, and and then the other side of it as well. Um, we talk about serious youth, serious youth violence. Where they actually one of the root causes is domestic abuse. Yes, yes. So we we look at our young people again in terms of their behaviour, but where are they? Where is it coming from? Yeah, it's a real yeah? deepness. It's that a real deepness. We have to accept, yeah. and it's an acceptance of us our past, how we were raised. We have to accept that bit first yeah. in order to fix what's going on. We have 100%, to. 100%. We have to. So I'm I, so I'm glad that you totally raised agreement. that today as well. I'm just glad that you raised that because that's something that we need to talk more about Yeah. Um, as a community. Yeah. And again, it's about not being judgmental. That's why no. I feel by me being vulnerable and talking about what I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. yeah, hopefully it will open up that those community discussions in yes. a way of finding healing. Because yes. yes. we have to go back to say um, that whole thing that you said earlier on. I couldn't hold my dad accountable for something that he didn't know. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. we are parented based on how we're parented. Yes, and we so pick we up the parenting from how we was, and our children, you know, exactly. your grandparent, I'm a grandparent, our children uh, are going to learn to manage their children the way yeah. we manage them. 100%. And it's a fact. And yeah, we now yeah. work in it so we can see yeah. the facts. See it. It's I not, see it. I see it we've read this yeah. somewhere. We are working yeah. with those yeah. families. We are living in this. And it's yeah. just such a valid point to the conversation that we're having today. You know, Such so yeah, so now, so that's where, so we, you know, like I said, we're working in a lot of primary schools, secondary schools, um, youth settings. So we've got programs like Boy Genius, Ooh. which speaks about um, Boy Genius. Is, is we simply believe that every boy has a genius inside them. They just need to be motivated, inspired, nurtured, and encouraged to believe find that. that genius. Believe that. So that's Boy Genius. We're about to start Girl Genius. We've got our um, informed parents program that is that's a 12-week program that um, um, um in, in empowers parents yeah through uh, again what we were saying earlier on they were they, they were they were parented in one way yep. yeah and so we have to look at that within yep. a non-judgmental from a non-judgmental eye and bring in the positive Definitely, because there was a lot of and, positives you know, in the way our grandparents yeah. and, our, and our grandparents and our parents raised us. But there are yeah. a lot of negatives that we need exactly. to remove exactly. um, that we need to and enjoy. channel them and turn them into a different way yeah. um, of speaking or talking to our children about their behaviour and so forth. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. 
Definitely. And the one that I'm really, really, um, you know, because it's it, it, for me is is again it's the journeys. Um, our, our our product called Men Chat Two. Okay. So chat the chat is an acronym. Okay. And so the acronym C, men need to connect to. Okay. The H is men need healing to. The A is men need to be acknowledged to. And what I mean about acknowledge, I mean their emotions, their feelings, mm. their anger, their mm-hmm. frustrations. Why can't we have feelings and emotions as well? Yes. So acknowledge, we, we need that acknowledged as well. Not just because we're mad, we don't have those feelings. No, that's right. Yeah. And the T is men need to talk to. So that's our one of our Ooh, programs, that, that um, products that we, 10-week uh, program product that we have, which is, is that powerful. one that's been such Very an eye opener, you know, because people think men want to chat too, but I said, if you create the right forum for them yeah. to chat. Yeah, yeah. And the non-judgmental yeah. and let them talk. Yes, yes. Yeah, without interrupting. Yes. And like I said, acknowledge their frustrations. And, you know, so much since we've done that, um, and since we've launched that product, we've had men come back to us and say, look, you know, actually one, one, one dad was like, he, he was going to the GPs for depression. Yeah. And the GP, he went back to see the GP because the GP was going to signpost him somewhere. Um, and he, he said to the GP, I don't need it. And GP like, why? And she goes, no, I'm part of this thing called Man Chat 2 now. And to be honest with you, yeah, Richie, <laughs> testimony. And since I've been on there, I, I, I found my space there. Oh, love You know, so at the moment, um, I found out there's something called social prescribing. Okay. So I'm looking into that now in terms of um, okay. them signposting men to the to the program and then and and then let's be honest and making sure the resources yes. follow that man as well yes yes, <laughs> yes i love that because um i think when i first started my projects i created a safe space for young people mm. one evening after school and it is very much that non-judgmental speak how you want to speak between these four walls everyone has whatever they want to say and Mm. it's listened to we signpost and it became really big in schools because remember sometimes young people or adults don't actually have that space that's right you know and you need that space because you need to be able to say whatever it is you want to say and feel okay about it yeah you know so i love that i think that that's that i just i love it i absolutely love it i love it i love it i love it i'm sitting there like this i feel like (laughs) i'm in the right sermon i'm nodding my head i'm just like yeah yeah, yes speak truth god (laughs) (laughs) i am so feeling that now listen Mm. how important is community support to your organization community supports everything yeah Community support is everything and in whatever way they can support, whether it's signposting, whether it's your time, you know, it's everything um, because this is why I do it for community. Yeah. This is why I do it because deep down I'm, I'm community, you know, I've come from there, Yeah. you know, understand. And, 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 and when I see whether it's a boy, a young boy, a young girl, a teenager or mum or dad, say you know you know um give a testimony that's it don't get me wrong i understand we need money to survive on your but that's what it is for me yeah you just see supporting somebody from a to b to c to d like i said earlier touching hearts transforming lives yeah you feel it in your heart you You don't even for me for this work the work that we do it's not about money 
Yes, yeah. we need money. We know we need money yeah. for bills and to live. Yeah. But I tell you what, the transformations That's from it. just listening and supporting and helping mm. families put back boundaries and yeah. actually go through the trauma of past and take, mm-hmm. take parents through their trauma of the past and then bring young people through theirs and actually see a happy family forming. Come on. Yeah. Because, you know, the thing is, and I keep saying, and people know me for this, I do this for my children's children. You yeah, know, I've got right. four grandchildren. And for me, it's like, if I don't, uh, thank you. If I don't nurture the seed now, yeah. what's going to happen to the tree later on? Yeah, because it's not. It, it isn't about us. No, it is about our grandchildren and how they do later on, because exactly. they are literally the next generation. One hundred of where we stand right now. Yeah. So yeah. So I, yeah. So that's what it is, and 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 the community support around that, and it's like you said, you start building the family then. Yeah. You know the yeah. the, the village. It takes the village. You know, yeah. you start building it. Yeah. Yeah, and you I know, remember a lot of our children... a lot of our past families were were semi broken, but when they came here, because we know mm. that our grandparents left children back home. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Left all. Yeah, you know, if you had ten children, you didn't bring all ten children to the UK. That's right. Yeah, so if you go back into our past, which is conversations yeah. we don't have, families were broken the day they arrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and... a lot of building. Yep, 100%. And that's a lot of trauma as well. Of course. The separation. Yeah. You went to the England, separation. I didn't. Yeah. You was with that's mum right. and dad and I wasn't. Yeah, Let's just think on. about Come on, what Jenny. that does. Tell it. And that's what I'm saying. When I understood my, going back to what I said, my dad, when I found out my dad's dad, my granddad, actually went to America yep. to work. Yeah. I was like, oh, yep. okay. And then I remember one time my dad said, yeah, you think if my dad was here, they could beat me like that. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So there's yeah. so much to unpick. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. Um, loss, separation. Yeah. Or it's it's yeah. still grieving. Yeah. It's bereavement, isn't it? I was just literally yeah. when you said grieving, I was coming with bereavement. It literally yeah. is. And that's how so, you that's how you when you the day you arrived, you arrived with all of that. Yeah. And then the racism and everything else. It, that, exactly. You know, come on, let's be honest. How much of that can we carry? Exactly. And then you didn't have you didn't have the services, the cultural no, competent services no, to support you no. through that back yeah, then. Yeah. So we're dealing with mental health. Yes. And then let's not let's not let's go deep. So black man back day, yeah, anger. Yep. You're just gonna in, you're just getting injected. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what happened to my dad. Yeah. So at the age of 14, I had to go and visit my dad in a mental health institution not looking like anything that I knew, bloated, walking slow at the age of 14. Yeah, yeah. And then your community, yeah, is now behind your back is then, and don't get me wrong, because obviously stigma was big back then. It's still big there. That's why we have to raise the awareness of uh, mental health. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the community that I'm looking at that look like me now is behind my back say, oh yeah, him and his mad pupper. That's why mental health a is a key a thing child. for me to raise it. Yeah, because that now falls back on you. Yeah. And how are you going to deal with that? And how am I going to navigate this yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep, because that's Deep. the realness of what yeah. our children exactly are carrying in the community. Exactly. Today, now. Today, yeah. right now. 100%. So that's, you know, that's a lot of work. A yeah. lot of work. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's important that, you know, people like yourself, myself and whoever else, it's, 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 it's crucial that the community supports us. It's, it's crucial that we collaborate, yep. come together yep. and, and, and unite. And each just, one, and, 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 each one, whatever skills you've got, that's whatever right. skills I've 100%. got, two organisations need to come together, which brings me to my next point. I'm getting yeah. excited because <laughs> the voice is raising. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so if you just joined us, you are in tune to Reach London Radio. My name is Jenny Steele. This is Steele Got It. And uh, our guest today is Courtney Brown. We are celebrating International Men's Day, which has not passed. I'm not going to say that. We're doing it today. And yeah. um, my next question for you is that I was really fortunate a couple of weeks ago to speak at Black Men for Change. And we talked about an exciting partnership that had everyone twitching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everyone was twitching twitching thinking hold on a minute are these two about to do a partnership yes we are yes we are so tell us a little bit about any work that you're doing with black men for change so with black men for change um and first of all black men for change is um an awesome awesome consortium of um uh, as it says black men um in and around London, and actually we've got some outside of London, who have come together mm. to um, serve the community, yeah? Uh, you know, our, our, our slogan is, we are family first, and that's what we are, yeah? So Father to Fathers, um, remit within Black Men for Change coming forward is something called Safeguarding Women and Girls. And as Jenny said, I was very... Um, I was very lucky to have Jenny on stage with me for us to launch it. <laughs> and and she tore down the place, everybody. Yeah. I just did the, you know, I just did the little, little, uh, can I just a little, little introduce Jenny? And that You've was done it. The so when Jenny, over when, to yeah, you. <laughs> over to you, Jenny. Listen, guys, when Jenny touched the stage and come off the stage, that was it. They forgot about me. <laughs> Everything was about Jenny still. She got it. She's got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Yeah, so safeguarding women and girls for short swag. That's our thing. Um, and we're going to, and reason, ah, the reason, see, I have to pause because it's deep. The reason I, 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 I talked about, we've talked about safeguarding women and girls because I believe that there is a, a, a responsibility and Black Men for Change also believe there's responsibility for us men, fathers, to look at how we are speak, how we, what are we teaching our boys when it comes to healthy relationships with women and girls. Um, I've got my mother. My mother is my backbone, my wife, my children's mum. Mums, you know, I'm, I'm, and my boys know, you know, I told them straight, Jenny, as soon as I hear their tone, a little, just a little bit too high for their mother, mm -hmm. my discussion with them straight away is, don't ever speak to my wife like that again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I make it separate. Right? I it separate starts it, though yeah? with because yeah. this is you know what my in my teaching healthy relationship. Yeah. It starts with those little things: siblings yeah. fighting, siblings yeah. arguing, yeah. the way you talk to your mum, the way you talk to your grandparents, the way you talk yeah. to your dad, your uncles, no. your cousins. That's yeah. where it needs to get nipped in the bud. Nipped in the yeah. bud. Because if Straight. we if we allow that later on, that's some of what it becomes, and that is yeah. how important it is. Literally. Yeah. So, and, and, and there's two sides. So it's me recognize, me challenging my sons when they're speaking to their mum. Yep. But also me challenging myself, even when I'm frustrated, 
I annoyed and a bit how, how I speak to my them. wife. Yes, how you deal with your family. Yes, family. Yes. You understand? Yes. Yes. So it goes both ways. So I'm, when I'm not, so I'm not just. Right. I, 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 I'm a, I'm, I have to mindful. walk through it as well. Mindful. I have to be mindful of it as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and the reason I say that is well because you know there there there's things there's learned behaviors that I've picked up. Definitely, and you know that's a key so, thing for me when I'm speaking. Learned learned behavior. behavior is a key thing. Key. I think it, it turns everyone because everyone says, uh, learn behavior. What? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the yeah, realness of behavior. that. You know, um, and, and, and like, like I'm going to be really deep. So even when I was talking to you earlier on about, you know, the, the promoter and the girls and everything. Yeah. The women, not all, but the women, one thing I've recognized for, for myself, yeah, is that the women for me when I was out there, were validation mm. actually it was it was they, they they were for in my mind back then remember i'm saying back then yeah. they were there to serve me yeah. and what i was going through yeah my ego yeah yeah you hear what i'm saying mm. they in my mind mm-hmm. i was objectifying them because you're there to serve me yeah. and my ego because of what i was going through yeah. so i needed that quick fix yep yeah i needed to feel like a man again now that's going to resonate. And I say resonate with a lot of men listening. Yeah, Because it I'm gives you a real. chance to think about yourself and your behaviour and the realness of that. The you realness know. in doing all of those things. Mm. Because you need something else. You need to sit yeah. down. You need to think about your life. You need to go to your past. But actually the fear yeah. will make you do the opposite. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I 100%. think in relationships... In the community, this is this is a very high percentage of what's happening in relationships. Mm. There's a lot of underlying issues between men and women. We say yeah. how it is, it's not one-sided. Yeah, we all 100%. come from different backgrounds and different families. But those two things together does mm. not help. And it no, does it not help our children. No, it doesn't. So that that's, why, that's why I'm so happy that we've partnered up. And I'm excited um, to, to be doing. I'm, I'm excited. excited to be doing that work. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you see, in schools, Jenny, I, I, I remember, like I said, I see, I see boys in schools, like obviously they're ob- um, objectifying not only the girls, but the, the the female teachers. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I tell you, I'll give you a quick joke. So one time, three boys, yeah, they were in my um, office. And it's the same thing. They were objectifying a female teacher talking about her body and everything. So I just, you know, calmly sat myself on the table, looked at one of them in the eye. And I remember that I saw his mum the other week. Hey. So I said to him. <laughs> you yeah, took I said, it back oh. old school. You saw his mum. Yeah, I saw his mum. I took it old school. I said, oh, was that your mum? You know, you know, when you're doing it, the head, you're giving them the head nod as well. Like, <laughs> Like, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm doing it deliberately, you know, and like, look at my lips, like, what's that, your mum? Boy, she's all right, isn't it? She's, yeah, she's taste a, of his oh own Oh, my medicine. God. Who told me to say that in my room? He who can't talk about my mum like that. I said, but she's a female. That's what we men do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, so once he, so the other two got it now. Yeah. Like, so it's all right for you to talk about somebody else's mum. Mm-hmm. somebody else's daughter mm-hmm. somebody else's mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. like that but as soon as somebody talks about your mum who's a female like that you don't like it wow yeah 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 
We have to make it real to them. Of course. You have to make it so you understand. You can't pretend oh. they're you know, they're more clued up than us right now. Yeah. They have access to so much stuff. So yeah. much stuff that we have to understand that it's not too early to have certain discussions with them. Yeah. One hundred percent. They're already but having yeah. those discussions with each other. Oh yeah. 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 So I'm I'm really looking forward to to that that to that that um product we're gonna come up together Fantastic. with. Seriously. Me too. And we will bring it right back to reach right London. Back. Listen, the time has gone wow. so quickly. Yeah. The time's gone so, so quick. So you know what, Courtney? Before you leave us, tell us where we can find you and all of your information. And then I'm going to hit up the community with some some lovely, lovely music uh, taken from a young man because I want to celebrate him today. His name is Jay Hopestring. So I'm going to end the show with some of his music. But before you go, please let us know where can we find you? Okay, so on Instagram, it's father, the number two father. And it's a green logo when you go on that. So father, the number two, father on Instagram. Um, we've got our Twitter, which is father to father UK. Twitter, obviously, we've got our website, www.fathertofather.co.uk. Um, yeah, those are the three main places you can get um, find out about father to father on. And, um, you know, if you want to drop me an email, it's info at father to father.co.uk. Fabulous. So today we've been celebrating Courtney Brown uh, from Father to Father. Now, just before you leave us, based on your life experience, what would you say to your younger self? Wow. Mm. What would I say to now, my younger self? Now, that can be personal or it can be business. Wow. To that young boy, I'll say, look at you now. Mm. I would say, look at you now. I would say... Your pain, I acknowledge, but it's become your purpose. Wow. Wow. Fantastic part to end on. Thank you so much for no joining Jenny. us. I know you've been under the weather. I really appreciate you. Thank you very much, guys. That is Mr. Courtney Brown. We are going to go to a couple of tracks um, so that you guys can continue to enjoy your Monday. Okay, so welcome back. That was Mr. Courtney Brown, founder of community organization Father to Father. Wow. 
powerful, powerful conversation there and one to give the community something to think about. Now, as I said, we've been celebrating International Men's Day. I want to shout out my brother, uh, Mark. I want to shout out my two boys, Jordan and Casey, aka Lefty and KP45. I want to shout out Winston Good from Juvenis as well and also Reach London Management on this day that I am celebrating men up in here. Now, that track, that track, J-Hope Strings. Yeah, go and find him on iTunes. You can also find him on all your social media media platforms. He is on Instagram at J-Hope Strings. The young man is amazing. Now, listen, I booked him um, for my brother's wedding as a wedding gift and he came and he smashed it. He came and he smashed it. They wanted to keep him for a little bit longer and that is what they did. So hear this. My brother has got a message because their wedding took place a couple of months ago when weddings were 30 people maximum. And I didn't get a chance to say big thanks to J-Hope Strings who travelled outside of London to make it down there. So I want to shout out J-Hope Strings today and I want to celebrate you, my brother. Listen, I've got a message for Jenny Steele. Jennifer Steele, my brother's wife. Um, he wants to say thank you for all the support. He appreciates you and um, just wants to be grateful in everything that you've done. And the next track that I'm going to end on is going to be one from you guys' wedding. So that's a message from Mark Steele to Jennifer Steele. Um, also, remember, you can catch us on all of the socials at Reach LDN Radio at steel s-t-w-e-l-e underscore got underscore it is where you can find me remember you can catch me back each and every monday three till four next week's guest i'm gonna tell you a little bit about next week's guest okay so next week is bring your therapist to work day what do you think I mean by that? Yes, I'm bringing my therapist who I do uh, supervision therapy with into the studio next week. We are going to talk all things therapy. What is therapy? When is the right time to get therapy? And what is supervision? I'm going to say to you now, if you work with the public, if you work with young people, if you work with adults, supervision is something for you. We are going to go a little bit deeper into therapy. So I'm going to welcome Jay from Partisan CIC. Make sure you are back here. I'm going to end on this track and it goes out. Special dedication to my brother and his wife. Remember, Jay Hope Strings. I'm out.
Virgin Radio. Broadcasting live. Download our app from your app store.